Hello, I'm Dominic. Welcome to That Song, a podcast about understanding how the people around me feel when they listen to a particular piece of music. I'm going to chat to folk I know for around five or ten minutes about a song that gives them big feelings. My mission is to gather a sound archive of the people around me talking about music, one song that is important to them in some way. We'll touch on topics such as childhood memories, mood and relationships. You can expect the podcast to evolve as we go. I'm new to this and I'm looking forward to learning more about how to make a podcast. Thanks for listening. Here we go. It's Saturday, years ago. We're in the main hall of Alexandra Palace, North London. Me and him, and a hundred metres away, a stage, and naught but empty ground in between. They call it the Great Hall. Over 6,000 square metres stretching out before us. It's morning and it's clean and it's bare. Can you imagine that? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know what it feels like to stand there? It's vast. It's empty. It's holier, grander than any cathedral or temple I've ever seen. The light from the glass roof and rose windows can be as fickle as any English summer. But right now, in this moment, as we both stand there, it's glorious. I get out my phone and film him. My friend, my bandmate, David Casey, master of science and voice of an angel. Now, back to the present. Here I am, writing this introduction for episode 10 of that song. I watched the footage I took that day. I'm glad I've kept memories like this safe. How could I have known? I hope I keep trying to keep memories like this alive. They're important. I wish I could write better, explain how these beautiful people make me feel. More precisely, or is it accurately? Maybe the difference is irrelevant. Maybe it's just good to keep trying, you know. I reckon so. I watch him, sunlit, hands on his hips, surveying the empty stage from the back of the hall. He says summer, looks at me and grins. Behind the screen and seven whole years away, I smile back. David laughs, the camera shakes, and the footage cuts to black. Yeah, so I guess I'll just kick off. Um, so the song I've chosen for this is um, Night of the Pencils by Tube Lord, which is a song from, I think, kind of 2008 time. Tube Lord were a British kind of indie, mathy, emo band. So yeah, I first heard the band when I was like 16, 17 um, at college where I was doing my A-levels. This song is very much intertwined with like that period of my life of kind of my the, the college that I went to to do my A-levels there were loads of different schools that fed into it so it was like there were like a thousand people in a year three thousand people in the college in total and so I met just like so many really brilliant people loads of people who are still really close friends of mine to this day it's where I met my wife I met my wife I met the two people who gave uh, speeches at my wedding that weren't me or my wife's dad I met people who we go and see regularly. I met people who became housemates of mine later on. I guess, right, when I was in secondary school, I think I couldn't wait to leave the town I lived in. And then in college, I met all these amazing people and I was like, holy shit, there are so many brilliant people where I live. There are so many great um, things about where I live. And I don't think I'm ever gonna move back to Swindon. It's not somewhere that I like long for, but it was certainly a time in my life where it felt like every week I was meeting somebody else who was really 
funny or nice or interesting and it just like gave me so much encouragement and it gave me so much like confidence I suppose which I then took on to things I did after like I went to uni and met loads of brilliant people there present company included um and like yeah I guess that song is so emblematic to me of that time of going to parties and meeting people and, and I guess just becoming more of an adult I suppose as well like when you're at college people started to have cars and we weren't at school nine to five we were there like for two hours a day and so there was just so much more like becoming an adult in that time of my life and I think that the music that I listened to then is so ingrained in me for that reason I suppose as well I don't remember exactly which of my friends it was who introduced them to me and I'm pretty sure that as it was with loads of good music that I was introduced to as a 17 year old that I hadn't discovered myself I'm pretty sure I didn't like it at first and then what probably happened is that someone explained to me why it was a good song which was almost always the way I actually came around to unfamiliar music when I was younger like bands like Death Cab for Cutie and stuff who I absolutely love now I had no time for when I first discovered them when I was younger night of the pencil so so yeah i think it kind of i discovered it at a really good time for for my personal music development i guess and my my development of enjoyment of music and i think what i discovered with this band was bands that were a little bit more they were just making this style of music that was super related to that big bombastic indie stuff but but different more introspective, more emo influenced, honestly, looking at it now, and just had like, just really resonated with me. And 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 then that doubled with the fact that I moved to London the next year, which gave me this route to going to see all these bands loads. And I did go and see them loads because also they were all tiny and you could go and see them for like five pounds cover. Like it was nothing at all to go and see these bands who were, who were incredible and almost none of them made it. Like. I think, you think like the bigger bands that came out of it, Lost Campesinos are still touring quite a bit. Frightened Rabbit, We Were Promised Jetpacks, some of those bands in Scotland are still doing pretty well for themselves, but loads of them have fallen by the wayside. It was just this like incredible moment of you got to go and see these bands. They were making music that I love. They're playing in small venues. I love seeing bands in small venues because just like the intimacy is so so palpable. But but yeah, I think it was it was that combo of kind of that's the other reason I guess. Yeah, it's it's the, it's the fact that it's related to that time of my life and then it's also that I then went on to see loads of these bands quite a lot because I was in London and it was exciting and you could go to small venues and they play there all the time and and it was that was that was brilliant as well they actually Tube Lord actually broke up like the week that we started playing music together um me and you yeah me and you yeah 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 so um and and obviously uh our music sounded essentially nothing like them <laughs> <laughs> which 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 is not a problem because i'm i'm someone with a with a, a broad taste of music and i absolutely love the songs that we used to play together and like i there's some of the things i'm most proud of in the world but it did feel like if i remember it feeling poignant that like this band that i loved were announcing that they were they were finishing their project and they were going to go and do other things and and it was like exactly at this moment that we started playing to playing music together and it did feel a bit like a transition moment of like all right i'm moving on from being obsessed with these bands uh and then they're they're kind of winding down and now i'm going to start making my own music and playing with my friends around london and i remember it feeling very poignant and yeah i guess it was a kind of a transition moment which was 
not sad, it was really exciting. I remember not being, I was sad that they were breaking up, but not in a kind of, I think that they did it so well and that they were just like, we've achieved what we wanted to achieve. This isn't sad. We're gonna start, we're gonna do something else. I think it was just exciting as well to be like, to ha almost to, to, to recognize, I think when you make music, especially when you're young, you're like, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do this, I wanna make it my life and I wanna be really successful and I wanna play gigs forever. And, and all of that stuff is amazing. But I think they gave such a good example of like, you can be a band that has a moderate amount of success and people can love you and that can be hugely rewarding. And then you don't, you, you don't need to do anything else. You can just be like, we've achieved this. It was brilliant. I love that in general, like bands just like saying, we're happy with what we've achieved. Goodbye. It can be really sad, but it can just be very beautiful as well. A cool thing about the world is you get, if you're lucky, you get to be around it for a very long time. And it means you can do lots of different things and you can parcel them up. And I think it's very beautiful. There we go. Episode 10 of That Song. Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Additional music by Joel Cummings, Emmett Fenn, Jesse Gallagher, Kevin McLeod, and this banger from the Great North Sound Society. Happy weekend.